they don't just survive, they thrive. The NetBank Business Accelerator with 702. Okay, you're going to love this one. 702 and NetBank want to give you the support that you need to take your business to the next level. We've asked you to go to business. .702.co.za to tell us about your business. We are about to profile one of those businesses. You're a business owner driven to succeed. You have worked hard for your money and you wanted to grow. With Whole View Business Banking from NetBank, you can partner with a team of dedicated banking specialists who are able to give you a different perspective on how your money should flow to help you achieve your desired goals. Tailored solutions from NetBank can take your business to the next level. Search for Whole View Business Banking and partner with NetBank today. See money differently. NetBank, an authorized FSP and registered credit provider. Okay, so Pablo Fetidis is in the studio. Of course, he's with Oric Business Incubator. Uh, we are really taking businesses to their next level. This is not a typical business or the person involved is not in the typical space. Who are we profiling today? Okay, we're going to be speaking to, and the, it's a female name because it's a female entrepreneur in an absolutely dominantly male industry. Okay. It's Haley Eagle who has a company called Jamsco Automotive Assemblies. And what she does, really, she's a tier two supplier in the OEM automotive industry. And what that all means is this. Mm-hmm. OEM are the big brands, the brands that we know. Mm-hmm. There are five big OEMs in South Africa, Mercedes, BMW, Ford, Nissan, and Volkswagen. They all make cars over here in South Africa, mostly for export markets. Mm-hmm. So that's what an OEM is. But the automotive industry is highly, highly complicated. You know, in many instances, sometimes it takes the assembly of a full car can take just a few minutes. Mm. And the way that it works is you have all these suppliers who manufacture the various parts of the car that have to deliver them on time in a sequence as the car is being assembled. Those suppliers are called tier one suppliers. Behind them, you've then got tier two suppliers who supply them with elements for the components that they deliver to the OEMs. Behind them, there's Tier 3, Tier 4, Tier 5. It's a very, very complicated environment. What happens in South Africa is that the DTI has incentivized these five big OEMs Mm -hmm. to play in South Africa, stay in South Africa, and build in South Africa in the hope that the supply chain that flows behind it creates jobs and opportunities for South Africans. One of the requirements of the subsidies is that they need to find and source and encourage the establishment of early stage mm-hmm. black owned businesses that become automotive component suppliers. It's part of the reindustrialization program. The reason we selected Haley is because she has become a project in the space. Okay. And anyone who takes a project in the space and uses it smartly to turn it into her business, mm. independent of the supply chain, deserves to be profiled. I can't wait to speak to her because, okay, Haley, welcome, by the way. Haley Eagle, Director, Jamsco Automotive Assemblies. Good afternoon to you and welcome. Thank you. Good afternoon to you, Teredi. Okay, and I suspect that you are the answer to the kind of problem that I and many other consumers have. Often when I'm told there's something wrong with my car, I feel disempowered because I feel that I can only buy these parts from this particular supplier, the maker of my car, and I can go nowhere else. And secondly, I don't have an intermediary, even a mediator, 
to help me shop around because you go there, you're given a price and that's what you pay. I wouldn't know where to look and where to compare uh, prices like I do with my children's nappies. So I suppose this is where you come in. But my question would be, given the helplessness that I've just expressed and that I feel as a customer, I don't have a choice but to buy from this established global supplier. How does someone like you just come in and change the playing field? That must be tough. No, you don't change the playing field. When you come into the automotive sector, there's set standards and you have to comply. Mm -hmm. Um, I think where you're thinking I'm based is very different. I'm on the supply chain at the OEM Ford. And you basically got 1.67 seconds to react because we we do um, the rear axle. So we don't manufacture it as such. We assemble it with the support of Ford. And we then take it to the next station and we also have what you do the rear axle stabilizer bar um struts we actually disassemble that so no i can't help you with price okay i get it (laughs) and i I would just like to say to pavlov as well pavlov this is a male dominated industry but the support i've received from the ggda the aidc sadisha and ford males and all the other males in this industry has been magnificent that's great to hear Please understand that I have a lot of respect for males because they share their knowledge, they're practical, and they're good. Okay. Like my husband. Ah, oh, okay. Is that what you to happen? Okay, so she's learned a lot uh, as an automotive uh, supplier, Pavlo, but what's next in the business? You know, really, the real meaning of the word kung fu mm-hmm. means the art of work. Oh. And the Taoists, the holders of the concept of kung fu, have always argued that in order to master five disciplines, which typically you do, so you do martial arts, you do calligraphy, you do archery, and there are two or three others. In order to master five disciplines, master one first. The program that Haley's been on was at the very earliest stage of training to become an industrialist. She was in the space with Ford where she, where she assembled the dasher and rocker panels and she didn't carry any of the risk. Mm-hmm. In learning the discipline behind that and how timing and quality and speed of action matters, she then created for herself an opportunity to make something called a Z bracket. But in this instance, she carries all the risk. So she's deepening her capability. After that, she then hunted the opportunity to assemble the rear axle struts and stabilizers, carrying all the risk with that. And now we're at a point in time where she is creating a business Mm -hmm. independently of all of that to start supplying with machinery and equipment that she herself is acquiring Mm -hmm. the needs of other industrial players in South Africa. She has taken advantage of the opportunity presented, being patient with it, learned the ropes at an international standard. And today we're sitting with Haley in a business Mm -hmm. that as any industrial supplier in South Africa I know in going to her, I will get international standard quality, time, and cost in the products that I need her to fabricate for me. She is so well poised now Mm. to penetrate deeper into the private sector and across sector with the capability she's delivered. That's fantastic. How does that sound to you, Haley? (laughs) Pavlov is so eloquent. (laughs) Pavlov, I've been very well supported by Sadisha and Ford and the AIDC and the GGDA, and I don't take all the risks. They basically 
up until now have carried the risk for Jamsco. I have to comply with all the standards, the quality standards, as you say, the material management operating guideline logistic evaluations that's required from Ford, uh, which in short is the MMOGs. Uh, but I've taken that opportunity that I've given and seen a niche in the market. So it's gone from um, something very big and complicated to I have to diversify my business because it's very naive to think that I'll always be able to maintain what I have in the automotive sector. It's a, it's a rough sector. So um, what I've done is I'm getting a press, a 200-ton press. I will then make broom and, and mop connectors. And that will enable me to diversify and also have my own factory and not be at the mercy of Sodisha and Ford and the likes of the people who's been exceptionally good to me. So I will then take that and grow my business in a different direction and I will then be a plant owner. And it will be the same automotive standards I use, but I then do um, stamping for uh, O-rings, washers in the mining and timber industry. That just makes sure that my business is sustainable over time. And as an entrepreneur, I have an obligation to provide sustainable work. Um, you know, I'm, 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 I need that support from the mining and the timber industry so that if you have any stamped steel parts that you need, um, we will make the progression tool. Or if you prefer, you can decide with um, uh, the, if you're going to supply the progression tool, but we'll stamp out the parts for you. Okay. Well, I can tell you, Pablo, Haley doesn't need any lessons in marketing <laughs> and seizing the moment and no, the opportunity. She's got a captive yes. audience and there uh, we go. Go get her. Very assertive. And I think that's admirable. You need that to survive in a tough industry, don't you? Definitely. And she, she's a hunter. And on top of it, she's got, she's got the standards of delivery that have been set in stone. She's developed the right habits through the environment she's been in. So tomorrow? Tomorrow, Reedy, you know, we're going to be speaking to someone who's been working in Africa, crafting out Africa-based opportunities Mm -hmm. for years and years and years for both governments in South Africa and especially the private sector. And it's something that really bothers me because I don't think that we as South Africa have built our brand effectively in the rest of Africa. Is it because we don't see ourselves as part of the continent or we've always said the superiority thing? I know that when you talk to people from other parts... I think it's a superiority uh, thing. And you know, you might think superiority in your mind, but the way that it comes through in behavior is arrogance and nobody likes to work with that. And we cannot ignore, we cannot ignore the rising... Because although it has slowed, it's going to rise. It's inevitable. And we should be beating all the European and North American players into that African market. And we're not. Mm. All right. So that's happening uh, tomorrow. And I think it's, it's, it's a bigger and a global uh, conversation and how we need to start imagining ourselves and understanding our position and location on the continent. OK, so could you or do you know of someone who could benefit from supporting this business we've just profiled? Find out more about them on business.702. The businesses we profile are making South Africa a better place through the jobs they create, the innovation they bring, and their commitment to the country. Listen in when we showcase the next business owner on with Polani Gwala tomorrow morning, the NetBank Business Accelerator with 702. See money differently. Visit business.702.co.za for more.